And out of all the people that could have been mean to you, it's the one you married. Hey. Because <laughs> you have no safety from him. <laughs> you agree to this. Oh, my God. Oh, are we recording? Of course we are. Of course. <laughs> I should have known. I just thought, like, the thumb go up because, of course, at this point, I'm too slouched and hunched over. And I can only see, like, the top of Austin's head and then he'll, like, upstretch a little bit. Uh, anyways, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And welcome to the Creepcast. Where my juice? <laughs> and Burr can't find her juice. Bitch, took it. Whore. <coughs> welcome to the Spousal Abuse Show. <laughs> Starring. It's only funny because it's a man that's getting abused. White straight man. Yeah, fuck him. Because <coughs> fuck him, that's why. <laughs> I'm a terrible human being. Anyways, no, seriously. Abuse is not a joke. Don't do it. Especially to either gender. Because you're a sick fuck yourself then. Yeah. Asshole. I'm going to fuck you up. Fight all the the abusers. Just kidding. I'm fragile. She's a delicate flower. (laughs) I am. Mm -hmm. I act real scrappy, but I don't know what would actually happen. (laughs) That's what I'm for. I literally tell people, because, like, what was it? I had a co-worker, bigger Italian guy. I love him. So he was getting real feisty. He was like, oh, oh, you know, got an attitude now? Got sarcasm? Like, coming up in my face. I was like, listen, friend, I'm not afraid to fight you, okay? Like, I ain't scared. You know, I was like, I don't think I'm going to win, but I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm real with myself. <laughs> I know this is going to go south real fast. Fight me, bitch. <laughs> 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 Square up. You know, arms out, chest presented. Stay with the chest. Sorry with the chest. <laughs> or or yeah. how uh, how Deontay would always say is be like, yo, talk to me right. <laughs> but anyways, so this week's topic, we're staying in the Americas kind of, but also going hor- more horror movie-esque slash possible true story thingies. It's the poltergeist curse. Woo! Certain death. Apparently, if you worked on this movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> what? Oh, you, you buckle oh, up, pumpkin. Strap in, pumpkin. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so wrong. That's <laughs> <clears throat> what I'm gonna call my sub. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> you mean Matt. <laughs> Matt, hang on. We're trying out the new stuff. <laughs> Again, if anyone knows me, that would never actually happen. But it's still funny. But for some reason, people just assume that about me. And I'm like... <laughs> it's the best. But anyways, tell us, Burr. about it? It's over there. Stupid thing. Tell us, Burr. Yes, yes. What is the Poltergeist? Poltergeist is a 1982 American... Supernatural horror film directed by Toby um, Hooper. Hopper. Hopper. Ah. Nope, Hooper. (laughs) (laughs) I disgraced my family. (laughs) You were doing so good. And then you were just like, Hopper. I'm like, wait, no. (laughs) Because I was doing that earlier. And I was just like, it's not Stranger (laughs) Things. (laughs) Or Zootopia. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It took me a second. I was like, what about Zootopia? <laughs> but anyway, 
It was directed by him and written by producer Steven Spielberg, Michael Grace, and um, what the hell is that? Mark Victor from the screen story by Spiel- Spielberg. Spielberg? I'm trying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things that's just like, wait, not my stutters. <laughs> It's Every damn stutter. This bitch. Oh, well, referencing your mom's house again, the, the Tom Segura and Christina P podcast. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about my mom's house. I was no. like, you've been, been to my mom's house. <laughs> well, anyways, like, there's another part of the, the skit where Tom is having his interview with David Letterman. He's like, what's your favorite, like, what's one of your favorite things to eat? He's like, he says, chocolate souffle. <laughs> and Larry King re- replies back, Saco souffle? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's like, yeah, chocolate souffle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so every time I think of a mispronunciation, that's all I can think about is Saco souffle. <laughs> you an asshole. <laughs> I mean, you just roll with it. <laughs> But anyway, continue on. Where were we? Yes. It starts... I'm sorry. It stars Joe Beth Williams, Craig T. Nelson, Heather Ulrich, and... O'Rourke. O'Rourke? O'Rourke. O'Rourke. I'll mess it up again later. I apologize in advance. Sorry, we're still working on the tidbits where we can do the sound bites. (laughs) Just by voice hard. (laughs) O'Rourke. It's going to happen. Keep joking. It's going to happen. <laughs> It'll be worth it. Just for the humor. Yes. Um, let's see. Oh, and uh, Beatrice Street. And it's produced by Spielberg along, alongside Frank uh, Marshall. Set in a... Ugh, can't speak the English. Set in a California suburb, the plot focuses on a farm... Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Poltergeist, oh. Old MacDonald. <laughs> he did have a farm. E-I-E-I-O. No, it's E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> oh, the best part, it was like, with a papa there, we don't have sheep. Baba <laughs> <laughs> there. Uh, we still don't I'm just have trying sheep. to think of Old MacDonald. <laughs> It's a fucking horror film, okay? We didn't get any sheep. <laughs> We're a dairy farm. Bah, everywhere. E-I-E-I. Oh. <laughs> fucking, I'm just gonna reread. <laughs> Set in a California suburb, the plot focuses on a family whose home is invaded by malevolent ghosts that abduct, ab, abduct their youngest daughter. Younger. Youngest, youngest. Whatever. Same thing. And the uh, family's attempt to bring her back to the real world. And Claus, I'm sorry, a clause in Spielberg's contract prevented him from directing another film while he made E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Therefore, Hooper Hooper was selected to direct based upon his work on the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, it's just the general Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. It happened in more than just Texas, okay? I know, man. Wait, they, I don't know. Like no, I, I wasn't serious. Oh. It's a joke. <laughs> I Austin was, like, legitimately ready to believe me. Like, what? There were more? 
Tell me. It's a whole franchise, no, I mean, each one in the 50 states. Well, there was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre well, yeah. in Texas that they did a film on, but it wasn't until, like, the 2000s. Hmm. He's joke. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Explain the joke. <laughs> okay, so it's funny because... No, no, no. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Mansplaining feels powerful. <laughs> no wonder y'all motherfuckers do it. <laughs> Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Funhouse. The film was not, uh, oops, was first conceived yep. as a dark horror sequel to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, entitled Night Skies. When Spielberg uh, approached Hop, H- Hooper yep. um, to direct, Hooper was less keen on the sci-fi elements and suggested the idea of a ghost story. Spielberg and and uh, Hooper would then go to the uh, to co- collaborate on the uh, first treatment of the film. Yep, that was a doozy. So, released by Metro Goldwyn Mayer on June fourth, nineteen eighty two, the film was a major critical and commercial success, becoming the eighth highest grossing film of nineteen eighty two. Years since its release, the film has been recognized as a classic within the horror genre and has gained a cult following. Aside from being nominated for three Academy Awards, Poltergeist was named by the Chicago Film Critics Association as the 20th scariest film ever made. And the scene of the clown doll attack was ranked as number 80 on Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments. The film uh, also appeared at number 84 on American Film Institute's 100 Years 100 Thrills, a list of America's most heart-pounding movies, which all these lists I want to see. I need them in my life immediately. Because I'm always down for, like, more movies to watch even though I really need to watch Midsummer. I need to just sit down and watch all my movies I keep added to my never ending list I know exactly if you added Doom so. Annihilation it was meh oh, okay I don't know if I liked it it was just I don't know Gross. kind of predictable but anyways okay so uh, the film's success helped spawn a franchise containing, uh, consisting of, I apologize, two sequels, Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, which was made in 1986, Poltergeist 3 in 1988, which it's like, why doesn't Poltergeist 3 get like a fancy name? Right? Revenge of the Poltergeist. Revenge, revenged. I don't know. Something. Come on. Man. Give me something to work with here, Spielberg. So, and then also a remake of the same name in 2015. So... This next bit, uh, so first bit is from our usual Wikipedia searchage, but this next bit is from an article from uh, 13thfloor.tv, I believe. I apologize if I got it wrong, but this is kind of where the rest of our notes come from. I always try to cite if we do anything outside mm-hmm. of Wikipedia, because otherwise, if we don't cite it, just assume it's Wikipedia. Yep. Very rarely is it going to be anything else. Congratulations on the new journey. Yeah. Surprise. Hey. <laughs> But anyways, so yeah, we switched up to a little, you know, something else. Because Wikipedia was all stats, and I'm like, no, give me spook. It needs all the spook. I need to be spooked. Spooked. (laughs) So moving on to the curse. So the poltergeist curse began with skeletons. The Spielberg-produced horror film, according to some, due to the use of dozens of real human skeletons as props in the movie, bred a deadly curse that continues to this day. Lots of movies, particularly horror films, are said to be cursed. The Exorcist, The Omen, Rosemary's Baby, and even an unmade script entitled Atuk. And skeptics usually explain away these hexes as coincidences and or marketing schemes. 
In Poltergeist, the Freelings, a nice upper middle class family, moved into. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I just powered right into first section because. And I let you do it too. I just like. Let's hmm, see how far I literally go. made it like across like the first line. I'm like, wait a second. I'm out of my bracket. <laughs> and back into the trash bin I go. <laughs> No, recycling. it's recycling because we can still reuse you. <laughs> that sounded terrible. I know, like, damn. <laughs> Y'all only want me for my sound bits. <laughs> my sound bits. My sound bits. So, yeah, when you guys do the read-through. Austin's just, like, low-key, like, secretly recording my voice and then he just clubs me over the... <laughs> the- Older guys. <laughs> Stop giving him credit for that Why do I always come up with the worst possible like case scenarios? Uh, anxiety, anxiety. Oh, when we speaking of because <laughs> when we first I, I I went to Westmont, you know, mm-hmm. and um. Priest just like, oh yeah, you know, since you're that way, we'll just go to the uh, the Starbucks. I was like, cool, awesome. I can go for coffee in the morning. It's like ten o'clock. I'm game. I pull it to a double tree. I just like this bitch is gonna knock me out and take my kidney. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> to be fair, the other Starbucks was just up the street. That was a standalone Starbucks that I initially thought of, but there was also a Starbucks in that double tree. And I just fucked up and clicked the wrong address and didn't like, wasn't more thorough. So I was just like, I'm sorry, but it's really close to where we're going to have lunch. So like, let's just roll with it. Yeah, it, it really was. Like, I, we turned the corner, went up the street and blam to the left. I was like, what the fuck? To the left, to the left. This bitch was going to take my kidney and then go out and eat. <laughs> leave me dying. I was going to, no, I wasn't going to leave you dying. I was going to take you to lunch afterwards as a thank you. <laughs> Keep my body back into the tub full of ice. <laughs> Thank you for your unknowing donation to science. <laughs> Be gone, peasant. The science of funding for the for the project of Bree. <laughs> it's not the project of Bree. It's to put them cats or college. Listen, I gotta make no, money No, she said it's for science, so it's the science funding of Bree. This is true, yeah. Oh my god. I straight can't. money for pre. <laughs> Did you say straight money? Yeah. You can't the, be gay. The money. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta be gay, Brie? <laughs> <laughs> you keep those wrinkled bills away from me. <laughs> We're all garbage human beings here. Uh I can't. I'm sorry. Right. So we're wheeling back. Anyways. <laughs> and Poltergeist, the Freelings, a super, super. <laughs> anyway. They're real swell. Yes, they are. <laughs> They're a, a nice upper middle class family. Move into a new house in a, a prototype. Prototypical? Um, yeah. Yes. A prototypical Spielberg style neighborhood. But strange things start to happen. And their uh, suburban ideal, ideally, turns nightmarish. Heavy rains unearthed tons of skeletons buried beneath their home. The real estate developers built on top of a cemetery but didn't tell anyone. Their corpse, corpses denied a final resting place, and the dead take revenge on the Freelings. 
ultimately targeting their children. In real life, Steven Stilberg and Toby, um, <laughs> Hooper. Well, you said the name right. I don't know why you're gonna because I keep wanting to say Hopper. Oh, okay. That's why I was just like, no, you had to say Cooper, but who? <laughs> don't judge me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Without telling, their actors used actual human skeletons as props in their movies. When the strange things started to happen, lightning, striking, accidents, and more, according to believers, the curse ultimately claimed the lives of freeling family members Heather O'Rourke and uh, Dominique Dunn, Mm -hmm. both whom died very tragically and very young. Two lives cut short. Heather O'Rourke, if any... One person represents the Poltergeist series. It's the the actress Heather, only five years old when she starred in the Poltergeist. Um, um, Ulrich, Carol Ann is a uh, is the soul of the franchise. The innocence target, innocence. <laughs> They're targeting the evil now. <laughs> no, the innocent targeted by evil around which the story revolves. Her read of the of the line. They're here. Uh, transcended the movie and one of the most remembered tagline tag in film history. Which, I mean, accurate. Yeah. Anyone says poltergeist, yeah. it's they're here, and then fucking that raspy little tiny woman. I love her. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. She's Going in- to the hot <laughs> Carolyn! <laughs> Carolyn! <laughs> I can love her! <laughs> I had that in my nightmares tonight. <laughs> you don't want her. You want me. I have the power. <laughs> I fucking love those movies. I know. It's so good. But also, like, apparently my dreams are really influenced easily. Because, like, my boss texted me to, like, see if I would take the day off because I was going to go into overtime and then he's, like, you know, have me work the night shift. And I went to go to sleep after that. Work nightmares for the rest of the morning. Girl. <laughs> like, they kept seating me and I could never get to the table. <laughs> That's a problem, Brie. It's a real problem. It is. It's my biggest fear. And that's always usually what it pertains to. Or that one time when I worked at Lone Star many moons ago. I had this nightmare that my dad was murdered. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're really sorry about your dad. But can you still come in? <laughs> I was dreaming about those memes before they happened. <laughs> uh, you're welcome, America. So anyways, or wherever you're listening to, because we have non-American listeners, so... Pew, 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 pew. Props to you, brah. Anyways, so, continuing on. It'll be okay. After appearing in all three of the original Poltergeist movies, O'Rourke died tragically and somewhat mysteriously at only 12 years old, which... Once you read into the next part, it's like, isn't that mysterious, though? Mm -hmm. So, in the middle of uh, shooting Poltergeist 3, she was rushed to to Cedars-Sinai, where she died in the middle of surgery. Immediately after her death, O'Rourke's manager mistakenly reported the child actor had died of the flu. But the actual cause of death death was stranger than that, which, again, like, once I read this, I was like, it's not that strange, but but okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, O'Rourke died from septic shock during emergency surgery to repair an acute bowel obstruction. 
So uh, O'Rourke was born with a stenosis of the intestines that was never diagnosed. So instead, doctor said, uh, instead, doctor said she had Crohn's disease. According to a lawsuit filed by her parents, the death could have been prevented if she had received the correct diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, way too common. Like, I, you hear about, like, people all the time. And most of the time, luckily, they'll catch it eventually. But, like, they go years, like, in, like suffering from being misdiagnosed. It's terrible. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. And doctors... I know your job is hard because it's a lot of shit to memorize. But, but work on your handwriting? Well, that, yeah. And also, like, be, like, a thousand and ten percent sure before we're, like, just willy-nilly diagnosing people. Mm-hmm. Well, this sounds there's, terrible. But it's also given on the information that the person gives. True. So also, don't lie to your doctor. Child. Yeah. So. That's one thing I've learned from House is that every patient lies. <laughs> House is very angry too. I know, and that's why I like him. Because he'd be me as a doctor, but not really. Because let's be real, you know, so I'd be I like no, cus- I mean, there was immediate customer child. service voice. So I also have a friend of mine who is studying to become a doctor. I think he's almost done. I think he's in his last ten year of, of schooling, uh, and a lot of the stuff that they talk about in House is wrong. Oh, oh I'm duh. sure. Oh yeah, but a I'm lot of those medical like, shows. But it was just kind of funny because he was just like, I had to get all that information out of my head so that way I can put the correct information in. Well, and that's the thing is, fucking, yeah, you know who's writing these television scripts? Not doctors. (laughs) Otherwise, it'd be boring. It's fucking script writers that are half ass researching shit. They're like, okay, polio, that sounds awful. It's the first one I thought. <laughs> well, they had the black plague and stuff in there too. I know. Or the one time, like the guy uh, the, that was like they were on a flight, and the guy that was sick turns out he had just had the bends because he had scuba dived and then got in onto a plane mm-hmm. like too close of a time period together. Yeah. And then everyone just did like that whole thing where they're not actually sick, but then they think there's a disease, so yep. it's like their mind tricks them into being sick. Shows ridiculous. Love it though. But I still like it. Yep. All that drama. <laughs> But continuing on, uh, so going on to Dominique Dunn. Uh, Dominique Dunn played Dana Freeling, uh, the teenage daughter in the original Poltergeist. Like her co-star Heather O'Rourke, Poltergeist was Dunn's first feature film. Thanks to the movie's incredible success, Dunn had gone from small television parts to a huge film career overnight. But behind the scenes, her life wasn't so great. They had some, like, other, like, like wording of it that I was just like, yeah, I'm not typing that either. Nope. But this is all I could come up with at 2 in the morning. Uh, so, but behind the scenes, life wasn't so great. Uh, in 1981, Dunn began a relationship with John Sweeney, a chef at a trendy L.A. restaurant. Sweeney was, according to court testimony, an abusive, jealous, and angry man. The couple fought constantly, with Sweeney reportedly beating Dunn violently. After a particularly violent row where Sweeney reportedly strangled Dunn and jumped on her car hood to keep her from leaving, Dunn moved out and ended their relationship. Damn, Linda. Which, like, immediate restraining order. So she jumped on his car? No, No, he he. jumped on her. Oh, okay. To, like, stop her from leaving. Okay. I would have ran his ass over. Yep. Bye. That's why I was like, so she was, he was abusing her, and then he tried to leave, and she was like, no, please stay. No. No, no, no. Although, those are things that can happen in those kind of relationships, Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. it's just, they trick them into thinking that, like, that's the only thing. Yep. That that they deserve. Like, they don't, if this is the best thing that they're ever going to get, and, you know. It's terrible. No one's ever going to want them. Mm -hmm. Fucking douchebags. Douche canoes everywhere. And if you think you're mad now, 
Wait till this next bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, But Sweeney didn't take no for an answer. According to police reports, on the night before Halloween 1982, the chef carved a chocolate mask of uh, Dominique's face. Which, no. (laughs) Don't ever come to my house with that. That's creepy as shit. But I love you. Hard pass. Do you have any idea how long he had to make that then? Yeah, not Mm. that long. Maybe like To make one of like somebody's detailed face? It could have been a bad one. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. It doesn't say what it we is. We don't know what his skills are, okay? No oh, shit. God and damn. because he's an abusive I mean, piece no. of shit, I'm going to assume it's terrible. Imagine so he was like a master carver. Yep. Oh my God, we're all terrible. Um, 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 um. Oh, and he delivered it to her door. According to, uh, according to, after a brief argument, Sweeney strangled Dune into um, unconsciousness. While the police arrived, Sweetie told them, I killed my girlfriend and I tried to kill myself, but he was wrong. The attempted murder only ended up strangling Dunn into a coma. and She spent four days in a coma, but finally passing on... Turn the page. November 4th, 1982. Sweeney served less than four years for the crime after prison. He changed his name and has presumably... Presumably been living as a free man free man ever since which four years don't look at me i'm not <laughs> I'm, like, I'm one of your this sides. is your fault austin <laughs> like i'm just like isn't that some fucked up shit yeah of course it's always fucked up shit the people the fact that people get away with stu- all this stupid like, shit half the and time. like to call it attempted murder because technically he succeeded in the end it was just delayed yeah mm. like second degree murder no it would be attentive because she didn't actually technically die at that Point. Don't care. She died from her injuries. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. Manslaughter. No, yep. it would be a, it attempt. It would still be attempted manslaughter but it, until yeah, it attempted. Actu- no, it'd be attempted murder and then probably an added charge of manslaughter. Listen, I didn't go to law school, but from Law and Order, this is what I'm getting. That's good enough, right? Again, Law and Order is also probably very wrong, <laughs> but I don't care because Detective Benson. Listen here, Betty. Because this is Ice-T our show. Because Ice-T has told me enough times. <laughs> you leave Ice-T <laughs> out of this. How <laughs> dare you? has re-explained addiction to me <laughs> on so many levels. You're just jealous. Yeah. And now I can't remember what the other detective's name is. The male one. The one where I posted the meme on him where it's like you, you're you a detective of these heinous crimes, but then you're crush box by. Oh, my God. What? It's Olivia Benson. Now I can't think of his name, and I love him. Whatever. Point is, they took care of these especially heinous cases. They taught us well. They taught us well, and I'm going with, it should have been attempted murder slash manslaughter as a charge. Eat a dick. (laughs) My non-existent law degree backs me. My my many watching of true crime documentaries. You ain't never getting and threats <laughs> And threats to go to law school at 2 a.m. Support my statements. I was there. But I can't go to school while my cats are going to school. It's too expensive. <laughs> and I can't afford to go to school and work a full-time job. That shit's expensive. And put my cats through school. <sighs> but anyways, point being, though, that was way too fucking short of a time, and I hope he isn't living his life as a free man. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. those people are usually motherfucking repeat offenders. Yep. Burn, bitch. I was afraid there was, I'm sad there was no prison justice. 
But um, anyways. Yes. The origin of the case. Curse. Yes. The curse. The curse. Curse. This is curse. That is curse. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. No. <laughs> Everything is cursed. Oh. <laughs> All I could think about is the mummy from my first Exactly. Name. Me too. Oh, a little bit. <sighs> Fucking shit. We want <laughs> Anyway, uh, the origin of the curse. The use of real skeletons on the set of Poltergeist was first made public by actress Jo Beth Williams. Which, um, I keep forgetting. I should have mentioned this earlier. But how are you a celebrity and your fucking name is Jo Beth? I mean... Why are you hating? I'm not hating, but also like... It sounds like you hating. A little bit, because like, all I'm hearing is some southerner screaming, Jo Beth! <laughs> well, Norma Jean was Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, but I, that was, like, a good one. But she one. changed her name. Like, she said she didn't want that kind of name, but they ended up changing it to that anyway. Because yeah. it make her better as a model. Fucking motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes. Um, but she dropped the fact on VH1's I Love the 80s, a film crew using real skeletons remain, remains to dress a set seemed too strange to be true. But Williams wasn't... Um, misremembering her days did I say Williams? Yes. Yep. Um, her days shooting Poltergeist. Yes, the skeletons were real, confirmed Poltergeist assistant pop, pop <laughs> prop master Bruce Kaysen. Um, they came from Carolina bio, Biological. Bio, thank you. Um, Kaysen said, naming a medical and science co- a supply company that sold human skeletons mainly for use in the medical schools back in uh, the 1980s. Replica skeletons did not exist as far as I remember at that time, Kaysen said. They're now common and real, re- re- relatively. Thank you. Uh, cheap. As for the curse, Kaysen added, this film wasn't any different than any other production I was a part of. Yeah, so going on to hauntings on the poltergeist set. Uh, so, Prop Master Kaysen may not have felt the curse, but others who worked on Poltergeist tells of strange experiences. Reportedly, the mechanical clown used in the movie malfunctioned and strang- strangled actor Oliver Robbins. So, it actually did try to kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, get, wait for this next bit. So, then Robbins, who played Robbie, the youngest son, was supposedly almost killed because the crew thought his strangulation was just very convincing acting. Yeah. So that scene probably was like Man, the cut. real did. Right, I know. You can we stop. don't know that. I know they do sometimes do that, like where they'll use scenes where like dangerous shit happened, or like you know, like mm-hmm. the scene and if you've seen Django Unchained when like Leonardo DiCaprio breaks that like glass, like he actually broke that glass and cut his hand, but he oh, kept yeah, going. Right. Or like when Aragon broke his toe. Yep. In Lord of the Rings, like he actually broke his toe, and then. uh what was another one? Um, oh, the Tom Cruise. They kept the part in that newest uh, Mission Impossible movie where you can see, like, his foot break or his ankle break Ugh. in the fucking preview. I cringe every time I see it. Because that delayed shooting. But, yeah, shit's dangerous, man. I think they canceled one of those Maze Runner movies, like the last one, because, like, someone got, like, horribly injured. Oh, girl. Yeah, like... That shit's fucking dangerous, some of the stuff they do, especially, like, when they're doing their own stunts and things like that and working with equipment. Well, did you know that Jackie Chan, is he doesn't get insured by when for his... Uh, so when he's in a movie, uh, no insurance company will cover him. 
So yeah, because he, he pays does his everything own. out of pocket. Yeah, because he does his own stunts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he refuses to use stunt doubles. Yep. Yeah. So, and uh, what else was it? Um, there's one other one. Apparently, um, Uma Thurman in the, one of the Kill Bills, you know, when she's, like, driving the car or whatever, like, that car crashed. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it actually crashes. Yeah, like, something, like, was wrong with the car where it didn't, like, brake properly. Girl. Yeah. So, like I said, shit's dangerous. And you gotta make sure that shit works and that we're paying attention and just not assuming that this child actor's really fucking good, you right. know? Like, uh-oh. He's totally gonna get an Emmy. Yeah, I'd rather have the kid be like, man, you ruined my scene, than to be like, well, this child suffocated on set today because mm-hmm. we thought he was doing a really good job. Well, I guess he's the one who's getting taken by the poltergeist now. Exactly. <laughs> For real. Um... So then, next, along with revealing the skeletal nature of the curse, Joe Beth Williams told E! True Hollywood Story that she would return home every night after filming Poltergeist to find that something had tilted all the pictures in her home. I began to think, is somebody trying to send me a message that I shouldn't be doing this film, Williams said. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I mean, you know that uh, my ass would be taking that aside and be like, I'm sorry, I quit. Grab the salt! Get the salt! <laughs> So then the most poltergeist-like story connected to the movie belongs to author James Kahn. Kahn was tasked with writing the novelization of the movie, and he says that as he was finishing the novel, a freak lightning bolt struck the building he was working in. The facing on the air conditioning unit blew off, flew across the room, and hit me in the back, Kahn said. After about a half a minute or a minute, the lights flickered and went on, and then all the video games in the room started playing themselves. And he was by himself? I believe so. Fucked up, right? No, thank you, Satan. Not today, Satan. <laughs> I will call it a day. Where's my hat? Head, 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 head. <laughs> Not today, Satan. A musical. <laughs> and produced by Brie. Yep. Oh, and it's just jealous. a whole musical of canceling your plans with Satan. And then the end, at the end, we finally are able to make our plans work. It's beautiful. <laughs> make him proud. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> There's a scene when you two are singing. Give it five years. I'm going to be like, well, not me singing. I'll, no, no, I can no, direct. no. I'm just saying, like, there's a scene where you two are singing. singing <laughs> and it's like the devil's over here and you're over here. Why can't we be together? <laughs> Listen, we're going to get a strange amount of popularity like cats did. <laughs> Oh, I know what you could do. Like Austin said, and then you can just start singing, Why can't we be friends? <laughs> oh my God, if I can get the rights to that. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. <laughs> I need a pen. I don't have one. I'm kidding. I'm not allowed to have one. I'm not writing that down right now. We're too busy. <laughs> ah, I love it. It's great. So anyways, continuing with other deaths connected with Poltergeist. Uh, the success of Poltergeist led two sequels and a continuation of of, uh, uh, of the strange events and deaths that plagued the first Poltergeist film. Reportedly, the crew behind the Poltergeist sequel used real humans remain in their movie, too. Like, was were we just on a fake skeleton, like, no one came up with that in the 80s? Like, did, was well, that, like, yeah, a 90s that's thing? They, that's what they said. I don't know why they wouldn't exist, but... But, like, because... What is it? Poltergeist 2... Let's see. Okay, so the first one was 82. The Poltergeist 2 was, uh, like, four years later. I don't know. Maybe Uh, unless Spielberg was like, I like the authenticity. And then it's like, well. 
Well, they donated their body to science. Science of movie. <laughs> yeah. like, could you just imagine, like, the ghost, like, now this was not we... what this was, was supposed to happen. No, if we explode it this way, which way, which way is he going to fly? <laughs> I mean, terrible trajectory. <laughs> I mean, that would be, like, some Mythbusters shit. Yeah, that is true. Or Buster. <laughs> the crash dummy. God bless him. And then they finally replaced him. Oh yeah, I know. I remember that. I was like, "What the? What is this?" Yep. But <laughs> happened to Buster. <laughs> they replaced him with the new one because they put him somewhere nicely. And then I, I, I don't remember if they exploded it later. I think one of the artists I really liked did like a really good comic about like MythBusters, where it was just like the one guy was like, you know, um, what is it? Jamie is the one with the mustache. Is it Andy's the other one? No, it's uh, not. Yeah. No, um, I want to say it's Andy. Maybe, wrong. I know. So, anyways, the one with the dark glasses that doesn't wear the hat, the ginger, mm-hmm. um, he like is like talking about. It. He's like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna make it explode. And then he was like, socks him in the face. He's like, you almost killed me. Like, and then he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then. Like, the other guy pops up, and he's like, oh, man, I'm covered in blood. I look like a zombie. Cool. <laughs> it was just, like, a perfect, like, comic representation of, like, that show. Oh, that's the Sans the violence on the show. There's no violence, but. Adam. Adam. I knew it was an A. Adam Savage and Jamie Hindman. Yeah, because, like I said, I was, like, I knew it was an A, but then when I said Andy, I was, like, well, no, it's. Jamie, so I don't remember them having like rhyming mm-hmm. names. Yes. What movie yes. on? Yes. So uh, Will Sampson, who played the um, mystical Native American in the movie, was a real life shaman. He was apparently upset enough about the curse that he um, delayed production for hours to def- uh, perform a um, Muskoki. Muskogee tribe blessing to clear the set of evil. It is believed that it didn't work. Not only did Heather O'Rourke, O'Rourke. O'Rourke um, pass years after the ceremony, um, Samson himself perished less than a year later from um, complications from a kidney transplant. Which, like, okay. That was just bad timing. Um, Samson's not the only death connected to the sequel. Julian Beck, who played the evil preacher in Poltergeist 3, was uh, suffering from advanced stomach cancer during filming, and he died soon after the movie was completed. Again. I mean... This just seems like coincidence. Yeah, I was like, this one was, like, kind of coincidence. But it's, like, to have this many people, I guess, like, within the same franchise. Well, especially, like, the two, well... Well, I mean, so, like, you can look at the Harry Potter... Thing. I mean, the original Dumbledore died, I think, due to cancer. I thought it was a helicopter accident. Or, like, anyways, the original Dumbledore died. And then the chick that played um, um, Professor McGonagall had cancer, like, through the whole film. Yeah, but she's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, but I'm just saying, like, you she leave had... Lady or Dame Maggie Smith out of this. But I'm just saying, like, American she treasure. was... But she had cancer through the whole thing, English so I don't treasure. feel like it was. Yes. I don't see it being uncommon. Well, yeah. my thing is though with the Harry Potter movies, there's eight of them, 
so like yeah but i mean they were made like almost every year well that's what i'm saying like you have that kind of like non-stop production and like that kind of stuff like that's bound to have like issues yeah but this is also the 80s like asbestos was still around and commonly used listen <laughs> i wasn't there i don't know <laughs> that's why we have history books that's what we have old houses for. Yeah, right. Because people climb around in the thing. That's how they found out that there was asbestos in Grandma's roof. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just thought you were, like, talking about people climbing around and living in people's ceilings, and I really started to panic Girl. for a second because there was a My Favorite Murder episode about that, and it was horrifying. Oh. I actually just listened to the Dollop podcast, and there was a guy who did that, like, the where he lived in the walls. And he tells his yeah, story. Yeah, but did he, like, no, didn't, was, is it the one where the guy, like, murdered the older gentleman and people thought there was, like, a ghost? What? But it yeah. just turned out that the guy was, like, living there? Yeah, and he was, like, super malnourished. Yeah. Yeah. Shit was fucking wild. What? Yeah, but this was also, like, way, 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 way back in the day, like, in, like, yeah. the, I think, like, the eight, 17 or 1800s. Maybe 1800s. That was what? 17. Yeah. yeah. It, was it was fucked nuts. up. And now I'm terrified. Of any type of attic, I'm like, there's someone there, I know it. Pay part of your rent. (laughs) 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 My favorite is, uh, it's like that that meme. meme (laughs) They're doing the Ouija board, is there a ghost here? And it's like, yes. Cool, your rent's $350 a month. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like the one where it's like, you hear a door slam, you turn around and see this guy with, like, a knife or whatever. Like, what do you do? And it's like, I'm asking him who, what <laughs> what bills he's paying that he thinks he can slam my door. <laughs> slam doors in my house. <laughs> Which I'm like, have you ever seen? It's a fucking, they're not, it's not a meme, but it's a video. And, uh, who is it? Jason? Halloween? Yeah. So, Jason comes in and he's, like, trying to kill, um, uh, a Hispanic boy. He's like, no, 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 Michael no, no. Myers. Oh, Michael yeah. Myers. But yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I'll say, yes, he was. And he came in the house all muddy chewed, and he's just like, no, run, oh, no, that run. one. Yeah, we're like, he. And then the mom comes over with, with the chancla like a... and everything. He's just like, and she's like, looking at him. And she's like, you want to clean that up? And he's just like, brings the knife for a tour, and she's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I forgot about that one. There's so many good ones that it's like I totally forget about that. I love it. And it's then he's so like, she beats his ass and he fucking starts crying and, and through the mask. And then I think Jason comes at the end. Yeah, Jason where comes Where he's just he... about to do it and they're both like, no. Run. <laughs> they're waving their hands, shaking their heads like, no. But it was too late because the mother appeared behind him. No, I like the, uh, what's the other one I like? Is the, uh, the one where it's like they show like Lori or whatever, like the original Halloween movie. Like her staring out the window. And then it's, like, Michael Byers out there, and he's, like, staring back, and then it's, like, him, like, mowing the lawn, or, like, just, like, sitting and reading a newspaper. Like, it just keeps panning back and forth, and then it's, like, him and Jason, like, dancing around. (laughs) There are so many good ones. Like, I love them so much. Like, if I ever, if Michael Myers was ever a real thing, like, I would just be screwed because I'd just be laughing. (laughs) Oh, he's getting awful close. Where are you going now? What are you doing? <laughs> Better not be reading Friend, the newspaper that's camp. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
God, I love well, it. it's really easy. All you have to do is just not do anything sexual by him, and you're good. That's, this, uh, that's this how is you... true. I mean, I'm not a virgin, though. Isn't the virgin the one that's supposed to live? No. Mm-mm. Most of the time. It, no. It's just you can't do anything sexual. Once yep. you start doing anything sexual, you're dead. Dead. Listen. That's sin. <laughs> I know, like, that's the thing I always love, that that's, like, a horror movie trope. Don't have sex, and it's, like, they're supposed to be the incarnate of evil, but I'm hey, I guess if that's, like, a play on that, like, whatever. Whatever. Ugh. Well, anyway, so adding to another death, Lou Perryman had a small part in the original Poltergeist playing a Pugsley, a construction worker. In 2009, the, um, the, uh, 67- year old actor was alone at his home in Austin, Texas with uh, Seth Te- Tatum. Te- Tatum. Um, when Seth Tatum knocked on his door. According to the witness, the two had a brief con- conversation and went inside together. Seth left the house alone. Um, when police searched his residence, they found Perryman dead, his body hacked apart with an axe. Tatum seemed to have chosen Perryman completely at random in the midst of some kind of psych psychotic state Tatum left his home and wandered aimlessly for three miles before knocking on Perryman's door why why of the thousand doors he passed on his journey Tatum picked that particular door to knock on is unknown yeah like it's just oof that's one like those are the ones that like it's like crazy when it's just like you know they terrible coincidence and that's why you have to take care of your mental health kids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those psychotic states are no joke and lock your damn doors that's yeah. right look the other way and don't answer the door for strangers yet yeah. i know that's the thing because what was it oh there was like another one sorry i know we keep getting sidetracked but there's this one like it was like a serial killer almost but like he called himself like he thought he was like a vampire or whatever he was it was like i think he had schizophrenia was um, this the one that was in the South? I don't remember if it was in the South. Okay. But essentially, though, um, he just kept um, trying doors. Like, he just walked down the street and, like, tried doors until he found an unlocked one. And then he was like, well, if it was unlocked, that they were inviting me in. And it was just like, and then he, like, murdered, I think, a couple of, at least, at least one house he did a multi-murder. I don't know if he did any more. No, you know what? I think he did quite a bit because I think when they like went into his apartment, there was like blood all over his walls and like, um, like body parts in his fridge. It was like awful. Mm-hmm. So again, lock your doors, Austin. Yes, because in Castelia, like we all knew each other so well, we would actually leave the doors unlocked. But like as I got older, I got started. Uh, like it was probably ten. I was just like, nope, lock. I started locking all the doors. Yeah, that's where my fucking insanity started. Yeah, but I don't care because. Rather be safe than dead. Because I had to make sure the garage door was latched closed, and then the garage door leading into the garage had to be locked. All the windows had to be locked, and the front door screen had to be locked, and the actual door had to be locked. Because no one was coming in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not today. Yep. Except for the windows in my room. It's like when Matt gets mad at me for locking the top lock when I'm at the apartment by myself. He's like, like, I'm like, I'm sorry that I inconvenienced you by making you unlock one more lock. Oh. Yeah, see, for you, it's one lock. I have, like, four more I have to get through. It's only four locks together. Deal with it. Yeah. 
if I could figure out how to lock that it's screen door, more. I'd do it too. Mm-hmm. I really would. Oh, thank God it's broken then. Yeah. <laughs> it really delays me in fixing it now. <laughs> Is it though? Yes. Yes, it really does. All right. Last section. Yes. <laughs> so the supposed continuation of the curse. Poltergeist was recently rebooted. Uh, director Gil Keenan was said to have actually hoped the Poltergeist curse would be rebooted as well. On a Reddit AMA, Keenan wrote, My family's lucky number is 13. We kind of have this reverse psychology where we search for the greatest chance of something supernaturally stacked against us, and so by searching for it, we're protecting. Protected. It's demented. Which I'm like, literally as I was typing this, I'm like, y'all crazy. Yeah, right? Because you know what Brianna's not doing? Fucking with anything supernatural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. I see a graveyard, I'm like, I don't even go visit my dead relatives that are buried. They know I think about them. Mm-hmm. They're with me in spirit. I'm not going to just go to their pile of bones, their husk of being. Well, what about their head stick? Listen, they didn't have one. And if they had one, I would have had it by now. Because I love that weird shit. <laughs> You're like, and I don't have the eyes bleeding and speaking to me and tongues. We'll be fine. <laughs> but I digress. Anyways, fuck that noise. <laughs> So Keenan reported inexplicably uh, inexplicable equipment failure on the set and says the curse followed him away from the filming. The house that I rented during filming was straight up legit haunted by a female spirit dressed in black, Keenan wrote. She definitely was there. It didn't follow me back to Los Angeles, but it followed me from set back to where I was sleeping during filming. Ew. Also, though, I can't take anyone seriously that's like straight up legit. That shit was haunted. Like, I'm like. It was it though, like Brandon? Was it Brandon? I don't know why your name is Brandon. Because it can't be Kevin. No, but actually, I think I do know Brandon. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think I know any Brandons right now. I've met Brandons. I've worked with Brandons, but I think I do actually know one right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, Brandon. But anyways, yeah. So, what do we think? Uh, Just um, between us, girls. Poor. Th- like what? Fish. It's a drag race reference. Oh my god, your fragile masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a girl, I'm a lady. <laughs> Put the gun show down, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so what do we think? It's good shit. No, it's just like, I don't know. It's like part of me is like Too many coincidences. Eh? Yeah, like, some of them are just like, meh. I'm sure there's, like, more. I actually should have probably double-checked that list on Ranker that I had pulled up, too, to see if there was any that was missed. But, yeah. Also, again, though, like, the guy that's, like, remaking Poltergeist, he's like, hope this one's cursed, too. Like, what? No. (laughs) Then complains that it's cursed. Gil, stop. (laughs) Stop it, Ron. Stop. (laughs) Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, I'm like, whatever, man. But yeah, I don't know. Anything else? No. I don't know. That's all I got. Poltergeist. It's spooky shit. Good movie. Is he spooky? Oh, he's spooky. Cursed. Real skeletons. Fuck real up. choking dolls. Yeah, for real. Fuck mm-hmm. that noise. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. not choking dolls. Real strangling dolls. Yeah. That's a giant clown. What is it? Strangling um, dolls. It's like that Copernicus vlog I showed you about where it's like that creepy stuffed monkey. 
Oh, that yes. That blogging lady. Oh, my God. Brought from the first store, and it's like, and she did the Valentine's, and it's like a hug is a strangle you haven't finished yet. Has she posted anything new? I don't know. I should follow her more, but oh, my God, just that Copernicus is my, always my favorite story. Shut up. That, and when she ordered the taxidermied uh, mongoose and cobra fighting, and then and forgot, forgot about, about it. it, and then when it showed up, she gave herself a fucking heart attack. <gasps> Oh, oh this is the woman who buys all that weird shit, and yeah. her husband's like, and then no. they have a giant metal like rooster too that she did, that he didn't want, and she got anyway. <laughs> or I think someone and she else just keeps like, buying got this stuff. And she's just like, why? <laughs> it's great. Also, though, this is why Prime has me hook, line, and sinker because at least when things are shipped in two days, I can't forget about ordering them. <laughs> that gold fucking yoga DVD. Hey, I, I did some yoga the other day. No, I meant oh, like... Oh, yeah. No, I know. Oh, my gosh. Kid you not. So, you know, I was telling you about... I have this yoga DVD that I ordered, and Amazon would not drop this shit off without someone answering the fucking door. I'm like, it's a DVD. Like, if anyone steals it, they're going to open it, see the yoga DVD, and be immediately disappointed and probably return it. Be like, oh. And, like, tape it up. Be like, sorry that your life is a mess. Like <laughs> This <laughs> porn sucks. Yeah, for real. Like... So they, uh, so then finally get it like two days after it was supposed to be delivered. And then Matt orders a laptop, a fucking laptop off Amazon for band stuff. And they just leave it outside. <laughs> like, like, like... like, don't even bring it into the apartment building in, like, the communal, like, hallway area by the mailboxes. Like, dead ass on our porch. <laughs> and I called it, too. I'm like, watch, they're just going to leave your fucking laptop, like, on the porch or something. And then they did. And I was like... So you're like, what... Fifteen dollar yoga DVD. Not even. It was like ten. So ten dollars, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> we need a signature. This is a very important document. We cannot release this just to anybody. This is and then the laptop they just eat that shit. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> All right, it's Kinda got foam. Heavy. We're good. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Hope it's on a laptop. <laughs> Amazon, if you're listening, get your shit together and fix your priorities. I'm concerned about you. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, I know you've been divorced recently, but it's going to be okay. By the way, hey. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no, not saying that. But like, don't get me wrong. I would love all of your money, but also, like, I don't know. I've heard some, some controversial things about your company, and I don't know if I want my face on that brand, sir. Not today, Satan. Not today. So anyways. But I have Friday open. Yeah. I don't know working. <laughs> I'm working all weekend. I make that oh, I'm sorry. Something came up. It's called work. No, actually, just kidding. Please. I'm sure, like, no. I, I don't think anyone would believe me if, like, Jeff Bezos, like, called me, like, asked me out on a date or whatever, and I was like, Hey, guys, I can't come into work. I have a date with Jeff Bezos. They're like, Brie, that's hilarious. Like, who knew you were doing funny, like, excuses now when you drop a shift? Because, like, I never drop shifts in the first place. I'd be like, no, really. There's, like, guys. He's like, stop it. You start in an hour. No, I don't. <laughs> I broke my kneecaps. You know what? I suddenly broke my kneecaps. Makes it, you should have a thing of celery. Go, <laughs> Oh, 
look, Brie, you have to do it. Hold on, I'm going to eat myself downstairs. <laughs> Break all the celery. Oh my god, I want to do this. <laughs> and then just walk into the door two minutes later. With your date. <laughs> I can't, I don't get my discount on Friday nights. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm dead. <laughs> you have two Shook devils it. on your shoulders. There's no angel. I know. There's no there's no good influence here. <laughs> I think somehow I'm supposed to be it, but I don't feel like that's convincing you. Not in this house. <laughs> it's like the part in uh, the Emperor's it's like group where slightly... he's just like, look what I can do. <laughs> he does the handstand. Oh like, yeah, and he's like, what does this have to do with anything? He's like, no, 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 no. He's, he has a point. <laughs> Oh, the movie's so great. But anyways, <laughs> if you have any more facts that we missed about the Poltergeist curse, or any more kids, or email. any fun, or any fun Amazon delivery stories you want to share with us, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. Please contact us. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't email us your thoughts. We're left to our own devices. It's scary in here. <laughs> We also have Twitter, which is Cast Creep. Both C's are capitalized. Uh, Instagram, which is at the Creepcast, all lowercase. Find our Facebook. It's yeah. the Creepcast with Amber. Yes. Also, our website, which is thecreepcast.podbean.com, has links to all of our social media profiles as well as our Patreon. <laughs> so, rate, subscribe, follow, donate, donate. and have fun dreaming about, you know, strangling. <laughs> Strangling clowns, screaming tiny southern women, and Amazon Prime deliveries not being delivered. That yoga DVD was worth it! But not the laptop. We need your firstborn. (laughs) Bye bye now. Bye bye.